Yo, Chief, they can't stop me from rapping, can they? Can they hop? I spit it through the wire, man. It's too much stuff on my heart right now, man. I gladly risk it all right now. It's a life or death situation, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really understand how I feel right now, man. It's your boy Kanye Titter. Shot Town, what's going on? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I drink a boost for breakfast, an inshore for dessert. Somebody And boom, we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. Generous United is a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. Their goal is to make sure prescription drugs are more affordable so we can all live healthier lives during this pandemic. One thing that I love about Generous United right now is that they are helping out small businesses that can't afford healthcare for their employees. If you can save money in one aspect of healthcare, whether it be a massage, dental, acupuncture, whatever it may be, you will be able to afford other aspects of healthcare like prescription drugs. So if you can save money, Go ahead right now to generousunited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S united.ca and see if there's anything that they can be doing for you, a loved one, family member. Like I said, doesn't matter who, we could all be benefiting from the services over at Generous United. Today's episode is also brought to you by CryptoVantage. Cryptocurrency is here to stay. It's everywhere you go. It's at the water cooler talk at the office. It's at your dinner table. It's talking to your cousins. Everywhere you go, you hear about cryptocurrency. That's why CryptoVantage and High Button Sports have teamed up to give you all the information you need about the cryptocurrency world. NFTs, what are those? NFTs are booming right now. And if you head on over to CryptoVantage.com slash High Button, fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet. Crypto Vantage will send you a free online information package that will show you everything that you need to know about cryptocurrency and how you won't make any mistakes in the crypto world. I'm not going to lie, I've made some mistakes in the cryptocurrency world in the past and I want to make sure that that does not happen to you. Okay, one more time, cryptovantage.com slash high button. And boom, just like that, we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast Welcome to this beautiful Wednesday. Christmas is right around the corner. We are happy to bring you another episode of, like I said, the High Button Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Cam McDonald. Cam plays for the St. John Sea Dogs in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and he was drafted by the Tampa Bay Lightning this past year in the 2021 NHL draft in the fifth round, 160th overall we've had cam on the pad on the podcast excuse me before about two years ago right before he was starting his journey in the quebec major junior hockey league now two years in he is a vet and the saint john sea dogs are getting ready to host the 2022 memorial cup so we're excited to talk to cam see what he's learned over his game in the quebec major junior hockey league the past two years and what he looks forward to about the memorial cup coming up and also the excitement surrounding uh, him, his family, and everyone involved in, the, in his hockey career uh, when it came to the past NHL draft where he got selected by the Tampa Bay Lightning. So it's going to be a great episode. I'm Justin. We're talking to Cam McDonald. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Man, Cam McDonald, thanks for joining the show, man. How are you? Good, thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, well, how, was it two years ago? I think so, yeah. 
two years ago. Yeah. Time flies. It does. How's your time been in the queue so far these past two years? Yeah, pretty fun. I mean, I love the lead, love the team, and uh, the boys there are great. So it's uh, it's been pretty good. And I mean, we got the Memorial Cup this year, so it's pretty uh, pretty exciting to look forward to. That's awesome. I saw that uh, the CHL did like a little surprise. Were you guys like on the ice and found out or something like that? Was there a video? Yeah, well, I was uh, I was gone. Uh, we had a few guys at camp that weren't there, but uh, the boys are back. I think uh, what they were telling me was they were on the ice for practice, and they had the uh, CHL commissioner and bring out the uh, the Memorial Cup to the ice and just kind of kind of announce it there. So it's kind of a surprise, but uh, it's pretty cool. They said it was they said it was pretty awesome. How is his audio? Put a little closer. Put a little closer. closer. You might just like yeah. There you go. Where where were you at? I was in Tampa. Oh yeah, for yeah. the okay, so for the development. Yeah. 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 Did you go to main camp too? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It was sick. Let's not get to, we won't get to that right now. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Don't worry about that. But uh yeah, so the overall uh I, I guess I remember two years ago when you came here, like I was more impressed by your maturity level than, than anything. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really see you play as a hockey player, but these past couple of years I saw some highlights of you, man. You're 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 a very talented player and you're rewarded with getting drafted to the <laughs> NHL. That's an unbelievable accomplishment for you and your family. Um I guess overall, though, for the past two years playing junior, what do you think uh, has, has come naturally to you the most about playing in that league? And I guess just development as a person, what uh, what what form of growth have you gone through? I think it's the 200-foot game. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I think I, I had the goal-scoring touch uh, earlier, and trying to convert that over has been uh, – I've been slower in that sense than uh, what I wanted to, but I, I know I have the skill to do it, so – I uh I have that still in my bag of tricks, but I think the two hundred foot games the uh the the thing I pride myself on the most. I mean, you you can definitely be offensive, but you need the defensive side too. So I think uh that's really helped me mature as a player overall as well and uh really helped me out uh through the past couple of years. Is that what coaching staff and management preaches the most at that level right now? Is just a two hundred foot game or is it just specifically you? Yeah, I think I think they preach it. I think uh, everybody all the forwards need to need to know uh the defensive side of the game too but i think uh more for me i think that's kind of what uh if i if i play pro hockey i think that's uh what kind of player i'll be and kind of try and build my game that way so trying to <laughs> just trying to do that personally i'd say more yeah well it's a great winning market like if you go back to the gerard gallant days when they won the mem cup president cup yeah. like it's an organization that knows how to win and i'm pretty sure they've had the same owner forever mm-hmm. you guys yeah and I, I, I talked to him at the Jordan Boyd golf tournament a couple of years ago. Really smart guy. What's his name? McCain. McCain. He's yeah. Awesome guy. Is he awesome guy? Good guy. guy. Yeah. We were just chopping it up for a minute, but like for the five minutes we were talking, he just seemed really passionate about the game and he loved the players and the organization. Oh yeah, yeah. Super humble guy too. Like Is he? he? Yeah. Awesome guy. Like he's come, uh, comes into the room a couple of times. I mean, he's not always in St. John. He's traveling, but he comes into our room sometimes after games and just always knows every guy by name. Like. He uh he's he's really hands on and can uh, re- really knows the guys and I think it's uh it's a good Devon owner that cares about you guys. What was the one thing going into St. John the organization that made you feel comfortable right away? I I think the uh, Trevor uh, our GM yeah he was super uh, like he gave me my space when I was uh, was in the USHL. I mean he didn't talk to me uh, specifically. He talked to my parents about the the next year and. I think that was good for me being able to focus on my season and not have to worry about next year. And then uh, when the season got shut down, it was my 16 year. He uh, started talking to me, so I think uh, I think I had a really good feel with him, and he 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 made me feel comfortable about my decision and gave me uh, gave me plenty of time to decide. So I think uh, 
think I was pretty happy with my decision and it I, I don't want to say it was easy but it definitely it definitely made it easier on me how was the group of guys when you got there and also how was the billet situation yeah no it was uh it was awesome I mean I knew a couple of the guys like played against them when I was younger and uh I mean I feel like St. John has a bad name for uh for uh locker room troubles but I, I like so I was kind of it's kind of nervous going in about that but it uh it really changed my mind the boys are awesome like I think uh I think it gets a bad name but like it's honestly really good like the boys are like my brothers like uh even with the French guys I know that uh, I, I heard that was a uh uh, a different thing where the guys would kind of be split up like yeah. French and English yeah. and I think everyone was able to connect and last year wasn't uh, obviously the, the year we wanted to finish with but uh, I think the group of guys were awesome and with the billet situation my billets are unbelievable people like uh, they're great I got a my billet dad uh, works kind of with the border in Moncton okay and then uh, he's got a tough job right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then my uh, my billet mom's a high school teacher, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, I got a nine year old boy who's big into hockey, football, baseball, and all that. A lot of mini sticks. And <laughs> three year old uh, three year old girl too, and she's she's hilarious. She, I don't think she's spoken more than ten words to me since <laughs> I've uh, since I've been there the past couple of years. But it's hilarious because uh, my billet mom always send me videos of her of her asking where I'd go, like. I got a video yesterday saying, uh, asking where I went. So I know she cares about me. She might not show it, but no, they're, uh, they're awesome people. Big ha- fans of the dogs too. Have you been chucked into the babysitting role yet? No, not really. Not really. But, uh, I'm there if they need it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, for the audio. Um, um, so going into the second year, when we're like, I've, I've never experienced this, like the talks of uh, an NHL draft and an agent and scouts and all that stuff. But when does that start? How early in the process does the communication start between the NHL and the actual draft? Yeah. So I think my first interview last year was probably October. And usually with most teams, it's, um, it's questionnaires. So like they'll email you something, you send it back and then, Either that's the end, or they set up like a Zoom call or something. So, I think, um, I think, yeah, I think my first one was October, and they went all the way until a couple of days before the draft. No, yeah, was that annoying? No, no. I mean, I think for some people it could have been, but for for me, and I think for a lot of other people, I mean, that's kind of your dream, dream ever since you've been a kid. So being being able to talk to a bunch of NHL teams is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, what, like what kind of questions? anything like uh some teams would be more hockey questions some team would be more personal like uh, a couple like trick questions almost like what would you do if like so i mean hypotheticals yeah like it was everything so it was uh it was pretty cool because i mean you could have one one questionnaire one day or one zoom call about what type of person you are off the ice and hypotheticals like you said and then you can do another one with another team the next day and it's just all hockey related questions so it's it's pretty cool it kept you on your toes definitely that's a hard question to answer what type of person are you off the ice it's like yeah you could say the most basic thing but like (laughs) oh yeah it's hard to answer (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely had to think about some of them before i mean uh you don't want to don't want to be the same you kind of want to stand out but at the same time you don't want to say anything stupid yeah did you get to talk to any cool nhl executives like name name guys big guys uh no one massive i mean talked to a couple gms through a couple of the teams but uh there wasn't 
wasn't any uh, name guys that I uh, yeah. really stick out. A lot of just like account. scouts, probably. I'm yeah, assuming. a lot of scouts, a lot of uh, assistant GMs. So, it was, but it was still, it was still awesome. Did F- Francis went this year to Calgary as well, didn't he? Uh, or two? They went. Yeah, Ca- that draft Ro- was October, last October. Man, I can't keep up. I thought they did two drafts in one this year. They did. The one I went in was uh, July, and, and then, then they did one in they, October before. Not this October, the last one. Man, so it wasn't spaced out normally. No, no, it's different. Well, so with the whole process of everything going through that, was there more pressure when it comes to time? Because I know you guys played less games last year, so you had less chance to show off your stuff. Yeah. Did you ever think about that aspect of it? Yeah, but uh, I mean, I was just happy to play. That's you know, fair. A lot of a lot of leads like the OHL and WHL. I mean, the WHL got what twenty games in, but no OHL idea. didn't play at all. So I mean, I know a lot of guys went over uh, overseas to play, but. I mean, a lot of guys also didn't play at all, just trained for a year and a half. So it was uh, just pretty fortunate for me to be able to play. What were some of the things that you were doing, like maybe in practice or just your everyday, day-to-day activities, just try to keep it fresh, just try to keep it new, just try to keep, I guess, interested in the game of hockey? You can only practice for so long mm-hmm. and go, what are we doing here, boys? Oh, like, uh, yeah, our coaching staff was uh, great when that was going on. I mean, like we do uh, – I want to say once a week, but once every uh, once every little bit, we do uh, like a game game thing, like a game scenario. Yeah. So it would just be like a Wednesday night instead of practicing. Like we'd go in for a morning skate in the morning, and then we'd go two hours before the rink and kind of have like the game mindset where you go in, you do your stretches, get sticks taped up, and then we'd play a game against each other. Yeah. And then like kind of do your cool down after, so you'd have the same same kind of schedule as an actual game and so we try and do that just to because we didn't know when the season was going to start up again yeah if it would at all so we were just trying to stay fresh in that aspect was there any rumbles in the dressing room of oh boys we've written for the memorial cup we could get it was there any rumblings or did management like kind of keep that separate from you guys oh we didn't talk about it a ton but i think everyone knew it was there you know uh before i came before i came to st john those talks i had before i signed uh they were definitely looking for it and trying to build the team up i mean they've built this team up for the last four years and i'm uh and they're going for it this year so it's uh i i, I think it was there but no one really started talking about it, i'd say until the talk started yeah. back in august well i guess it's fair you can't really look forward to the future in today's society you can't really prom tomorrow isn't even promised so yeah. to talk about a memorial cup last year it's like who really knows yeah but it worked out you know what I mean? You talk about oh, I know. And like you, you talk about also being drafted by Tampa. And now you're going. Has, has the trade is the trade deadline over? For the queue? Yeah. No, it started yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Are you still? Are you a little? How do you feel? Uh, I feel fine. I think. Uh, I think. I obviously, want to stay in St. Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> Memorial Cup, but um. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really try and think about that. That's if, fair. If something happens, it happens, and that's uh, it's just a business as well. I mean, yeah. you want to think about it like it's just hockey, but it's a it's a business. So. Well, knowing that you're drafted and Tampa's all over you, they're looking at you like on a pedestal, on a pedestal like yeah. the Memorial Cup to be able to show off your stuff. That's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's great awesome. feeling. It's awesome. Like just to have that opportunity to have scouts there and just see. I always remember like when the moose, I always looked up with the moose heads at the Metro center and the scouts up in the top and how many times the year McKinnon and drew and Furk and Fucali and Albuchizer, all those guys were drafted. Yeah. And I remember the year before they weren't drafted, still packed because obviously McKinnon and drew are going to get drafted. They want to see how good they are. Yada, yada. But I remember the next year, um, I know McKinnon was gone, but drew was back. That, 
it was packed with scouts. And I remember mm. just walking around getting popcorn, everything. There'd always be a guy with a late Maple Leaf jersey on, a New Jersey jacket on. Yeah. I just remember like the the bank the rink was packed the next year with scouts knowing that all that talent was there. And I feel like that's St. John right now. There's so much talent on your team. And I feel like the, the, the pre- not pressure, I don't want to put pressure on you, yeah. but I just feel like that uh, that year coming with the Memorial Cup right now, there's scouts everywhere. Yeah. Is that sure. accurate? Yeah. 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 I, um, I haven't really looked around this year, but um, I know last year, like uh, being my draft year, like we have a, we have a media room kind of right by our dressing room and we go out and do our stretches and you just see scouts walking through the hallways by, uh, by where you stretch out. So that was pretty cool and nerve wracking at the same time. So let's talk about the draft. Yeah. Where were you? I was at home. Uh, I mean, the draft was uh, online this year, which kind of, kind of sucked, but at the same time I was able to spend it with all my family. So it was, uh, it was awesome. Did they do the same thing they did to Baron? Like they sent you a bunch of hats, like every team's hat is that, how did it work? Well, I think that was only for the guys that were like ranked to go in the first, first round or okay. so. So I, <laughs> I didn't get any hats, but, uh, no, it was, it was awesome. I didn't, didn't know anything, anything about where I was supposed to go or anything. How, so you got drafted on the second day. How, how many days yeah. are there? There's two, two days. Yeah. So you got drafted on the second day. So mm-hmm. what if you're just pacing around, what are you doing all day? Like are you even looking at your phone? Are you looking at the computer? It was it was it sucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the best day in my life, but it sucked. Like, um because I called my agent that morning, uh, before the draft started and before everyone got to my house and just said, like, Do you know anything about this? Because I think uh I think he was it, because it's different than uh going to an actual draft where you I think you kind of know, like, if a team's taking you before they take you. Eh. Where you think? I I think just because like all the agents are in one yeah, place, all yeah. the teams are in one place. Exactly. So I kind of thought like I'd know before I got drafted. Yeah. I kind of called him, and he he didn't really know because I mean it's not really been done before. I mean it was done the first year, but or the year before, but I mean it was, it was new, so he didn't, <laughs> didn't really know, and so I didn't know if I was going to get a call or not before or just find out over the tv and i like i sat in the same chair for like four three four hours just staring at the tv it was nuts like i uh i had a i had a few good uh good calls with some teams so i kind of had a idea of the teams if i was drafted which teams i was going to go to i had i mean it's not always accurate but i had good understanding of a few teams so every time they'd pick like I'd get ready and then see your name not called, but it was <laughs> when it was finally called. It was uh, jeez, it was nuts. My uh, so we, I was in the living room with my buddies and my brother and stuff, and uh, my my parents and the other the other family members were out uh outside watching on the TV out there, and their TV was like three seconds ahead of ours. I remember, <laughs> and I saw Tampa was picking one sixty. I had a really good feeling about Tampa. I had some good calls with their scouts. And um, I just heard my mom scream like it was it was the loudest thing I've ever heard. It was it was nuts. Everyone went crazy, and I just didn't even see it on the TV for like three seconds. I kind of just like blacked out. Like I was like, didn't even, <laughs> didn't even really know what happened. But it was uh, it was nuts. How many people did you have over at the house? Uh, geez, probably like twenty. Oh, like just to start. Just to start. <laughs> and then because my mom only wanted, like, close family and then my best buddies to come over uh, beforehand just in case, like, I did not get drafted. Uh, 
would have, would have sucked if we brought a lot of people over. But uh, and then after the fact, like neighbors and like a ton of people stopped in. It was it's it was, a party like, after people I just didn't even know were stopping by <laughs> saying congrats. And, but it was it was hilarious. But it was uh, it was crazy. It was the best day. Who, who did you get a call from anyone? Not before. Not before. Uh, no, like when you got drafted. Oh, yeah. Like, did someone say like, "Hey, welcome to Tampa"? Yeah, yeah. I had the assistant GM Stacy Rose call me and uh, welcome me to Tampa, which was so crazy. Like, it was as soon as I got drafted, so I'm trying to trying to give hugs to my parents and trying to get on this phone call at the same time. <laughs> it was it was chaotic, but it was awesome. Stanley Cup champions too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a feeling. I know. It was what nuts. a feeling. Yeah. So, did you get a lot of calls too from your teammates as well, congratulating you? My phone didn't stop. I was gonna say blowing up until probably the next night. Like, just every every person is like, it was nuts. Even do you get any fans from like Tampa, like crazy people reaching out like that? Uh, yeah, I, I had some people from Tampa reach out, and that was that's pretty cool as well to <laughs> just be an 18, 18 year old guy just getting texts from people almost across the. Uh, <laughs> across the continent really yeah. and just uh just saying congrats and happy to have you so that was that was pretty cool so at what point does the celebration and everything settle down and you get back into work mode like how long does it take mm-hmm. for everything just to settle down uh i think i so the draft happened that day the next day did nothing then i stayed in the next day and working out so that's crazy yeah so it was, it was pretty quick turnaround but i mean it's uh it's pretty cool but at the same time like you got drafted for a reason, so yeah. you need to you need to stay on stay on pace with your uh, summer schedule. That's what everyone says. Like, yeah, getting drafted's unreal, but it's like the work that comes after the draft that yeah. when it, everything really starts. Yeah, and it's like the guys that take that into consideration. Like, those are the guys that end up making it. So it's good that you recognize that early. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a lot of you know. That's second Tampa two Stanley Cup champions that year back to back. No, well, I've just uh, <laughs> funny story is like I I've been a Tampa fan for like ten years. Oh, have you? Like my like my room back home. I just got my room redone, so it doesn't sound like I'm telling the truth now. <laughs> but my room for like ten years, and like my brother can vouch for me too. Like it was all Tampa. Like had everything in my room was Tampa Bay. I was, I I think we were at a spring hockey tournament. I remember it was they played Pittsburgh in the playoffs back in 2011. Yeah. I think we were spring hockey tournament. It may have been in St. John or Moncton. And uh, Oster Plundowski, his dad, worked with Tampa for a long time. And uh, everybody, I think, on our team kind of found out he worked with Tampa. And, I mean, as a, what, eight-year-old kid, you don't know many guys <laughs> that, that work, work in the NHL. So I think everyone kind of became Tampa fans that weekend, and I kind of just stuck with it. And No way. Yeah, it was – so it was the team that I wanted to end up, and it was – I mean, obviously – would be yeah, <laughs> would any, be good any, to yeah, go anywhere, anywhere. but uh, yeah, Tampa's definitely the number one spot for me. So that uh, that made it ten times better. Oh man, it's such a, such a good team too. Like Stamp, like well, back when you became a fan, that's yeah. probably back when Stamkos first started. He's probably coming from the state. Yeah, yeah. Like that was back when everything just start, first started coming together. Mm-hmm. They won a cup earlier with Tortorella. I'm not sure what year, but I remember when Stamkos came there, it changed the culture and. They didn't win a cup for yeah, a bit, so but, yeah, you know. Stamkos and Hedman came in the next year, I'm pretty sure. So did they, they? Yeah. Because they were back-to-back drafts, I remember. Yeah. So it was, uh, I think it was a couple of years before I started watching them, so Stamkos had a couple of years under him, but I remember uh, like, when I started becoming a fan of them, like he was 
top five, top three player in the league. Like he's storing sixty goals a year. It was around that time. Talk about their coach too. Probably the best coach in the league with John Cooper. He's going to yeah. coach the Olympic team if the Olympics happen. Mm-hmm. And talk about your style of game, just mixing very well. If you look at Tampa, big, strong, fast, drive the net, put the puck in the net. Yeah, that's you. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Like you're no, big, that, you're strong. You got a great shot. You drive, like. Yeah, that's the way I play. And I mean, when I went up to camp, you see, you see guys like Pat Maroon and like guy that plays a fourth line role for them or a third or fourth line role and can put the puck in the net and can really do everything. And I remember I saw him walk in because we we went to uh, training camp was like or like rookie camp was seven or eight days and then. The big boys came in for main camp. So and did you stay in Tampa that whole time? Like, you yeah. didn't go home? You went rookie camp right to main camp? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I remember, like, the first time I saw Pat Maroon, because it's like, that's kind of, uh, kind of play the same, similar style. And <laughs> I saw him, I think, on the sheet, he was like 6'3", 240 pounds, and he was huge. And I was like, kind of looked at myself. I was like, I need to get better. Like, <laughs> like if I want to, if I want to ever play here, like I need to get better to play this role. It was like just the size of the guys, like how in shape they are at that size is nuts. I couldn't believe like being in your shoes, being an 18 year old kid walking into a dressing room with Stanley Cup champions, especially yeah. Pat Maroon, a three time Stanley oh, Cup champion. Yeah. Like, did you just keep your mouth shut and like look, or like what what were things you were trying to pick up? I guess. Yeah, definitely just tried to listen more. I yeah. mean, we had uh, the AHL coaches for Syracuse uh, did the rookie camp for us. Okay. And just so much knowledge there. Like, give me was, an example. Like just like the a lot a lot of things away from the puck. I think it was, and just. A lot of it's it's all the little things. Like I remember, like weren't allowed to like stick hand on the puck. Really, it was just like, as soon as you did it, just snap it back. So mm-hmm. it was it like just some bad habits that I had that I didn't even realize were bad habits that kind of tried to break out of in that span and trying to definitely carry that over to the QMJHL season. But it was just so much knowledge that all the coaches had that I was just trying to listen to. So. I mean, it was, it was pretty cool meeting some of the guys, but definitely definitely lessened more than I spoke. In the main camp, what were some of the things that you picked up? Or is that, or is that an example that you yeah, learned? That, that, main, that yeah, that was one of the one, examples. Yeah. yeah. I, because they, they, uh, the Syracuse coaches kind of ran the whole thing. Oh, did they? And then uh, uh, John Cooper stayed a couple times with uh, our group, so that was pretty cool as well. It, it amazes me how big these guys are. You're saying Maroon's six foot three, yeah. whatever, two forty pounds, but yeah. yet they're able to still compete and move in the NHL. It's like mm-hmm. there's no there must be no body fat on these guys. Just pure yeah. muscle it's, and be able to go through the wind like nothing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. craziness. It is. It's craziness. When you as soon as you leave camp and you go back mm-hmm. to St. John, what's your mindset? Is it take everything that I just learned out in Tampa and bring it here? Or is it, you know, maybe worry about my own game a little bit more, try to fix those bad habits and maybe work on getting bigger? Like, well, where's where's your head at going back there? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, I came back, I think, and ended up back to Halifax like the 30th, and then we played the 1st of October as our home opener. So I had one uh, one day in between flying in and starting the home opener. So wasn't wasn't much... Uh, wasn't much time to think about it, but I think that's uh, good though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I was super excited that the season started, and um, I think I tried to uh, tried to definitely take some of those habits and bring bring over what I learned. But also, I mean, it's a whole other system. You have to you have to remember because I mean, I I was there for the first week in September, learning a new system with a new coach with St. John, and you learn a new system in Tampa, yeah. and you kind of have to bring that system back 
at the start of October. So kind of just trying to look at that and uh, stay with the structure. Every time we have a guy on here that's like, you know, in the AHL or like gets drafted like you and gets to go to main camp, they always say that they're just happy to see something that they're able to work towards. Because yeah. like before you ever got drafted, like all you knew was junior hockey, all you knew, you know, that's all you know, mm-hmm. and you don't get to see the NHL side of it. So every time we have a guy on here like that's in your shoes and they get to go, like I remember when Barron came on yeah. here and he played a couple games in the AHL before coming home for the summer. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, it was great and everything. He's just like, I'm just happy to see that side of the game so I can have something to work forward to. Because if you don't see it, you don't really know what you're working towards. Yeah. So he's like, just everything on the pro level is exciting because you think about it in the summer, you come back home, you work your bag off so you can work harder and hopefully make that as a living. So remember, that's what a couple guys say about just seeing it and just having it in your mind so you can work towards it. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think one of the big things going into camps like that too is, I mean, I state and state like three times a week and – usually do more it's just covid with ice time but training like working out five times a week over the summer too and uh it seems like a lot but you go up to camps like that and there's just always guys doing more and it's like i I think to myself like what like what else do i need to do to get better so i think that's one of the big things too is just seeing what other guys are doing is training and what it's doing for them so competitive it is so many guys playing hockey in this world yeah so many guys do you use that as motivation in the summer yeah yeah i mean uh always try and look at that but uh you you know there's always always bigger fish in the sea as they say yeah uh, just at the same time i always like to just look at myself don't really try and look at uh look at other people so that's fair yeah what are you looking forward to about the break right now I just didn't time to spend with the family. I yeah. mean, last year, last year the break was a lot longer because of COVID. I think I was back for maybe five weeks. Where here it's only, here it's only eight days. So just trying to trying to see everybody. Uh, yeah. And uh, at the same time, trying to trying to have a good Christmas. So it's. Uh, you got your gifts yet? No. You don't no. have any gifts yet. No, that's why me me and my brother got run out to the mall <laughs> after this. <laughs> That's fair. What you said, you got back yesterday. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. So you're just busy. You're going right back at it. Oh, you gotta, I know. I appreciate Full you coming schedule. here. I didn't realize you got. Oh back no, here. no, no problem. This is awesome. I'm excited this. <laughs> so you, eight days. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. I guess that's good though. You don't really want too much time off in a state like you're in. You yeah, want to get exactly. right back at it. Exactly. And as soon as the Memorial Cup buzz hits, everything just picks back up again. Though not even the Atlantic Canada. All of Canada is watching you. Even yeah. West Ontario. Everyone's looking at you guys yep. as the host. We already booked our Airbnb up there, so hopefully, yeah. When is it, like June 3rd? June, uh, June 3rd, 3rd to 11th. 11th or something? Or 12th, yeah. We booked our Airbnb up there, so when we come up, we're going to do, like, street interviews. We're going to, mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll do a bunch of stuff, figure it out. Oh, yeah, St. John's was such an awesome spot to have it, too. Like, the uh, the city, the city's awesome. I mean, uh, we go down uh, to the rink, which is kind of, like, it's in the city, but it's just off to the side, so, yeah. but I know, like, when my parents come into town, we'll walk over to restaurants and stuff, and it's just such, such a good city. I mean, we, uh, there was one thing we did at the start of the year, too, it was kind of, like, firefighter training, so <laughs> we went over to a, uh, fire station, and the guys there kind of brought us, brought us through, like, a bunch of activities to do that, like, oh, they yeah? do for training, and I just remember the, uh, the captain of the fire station just saying how St. John's just, uh, so much history in it. It's like an uh, older city, but it's got so much character, and it's true. And I think uh, the people there are awesome too. So it's an unbelievable spot to host a Memorial Cup. When we come up there, I'll message you and get some recommendations from you from restaurants yeah, and things sure. like that to do while we're up there. Because it's yeah. going to be time to kill too. So we got to figure out to do something up there. But it, it'll be a great time. Yeah. Um, last year, did you play any teams up up in Quebec? 
Uh, no, we uh, played the Maritime teams until yeah. I think middle of November was the last time we played. So this is your first year of going up to Quebec and actually yeah. playing some teams. Yeah, because I mean, second half last year we only played Bathurst and Moncton. Oh, man. And then Bathurst uh, won our like the way we did playoffs. Bathurst won, so they got to go off. And they, I I don't even think they played. Yeah, they only played Charlottetown too. So huh. Charlottetown was the only team that got to play Quebec teams. Last so year. what's the experience been like up in Quebec so far? What was the first road trip like? Did you play uh, against Quebec Ramparts yet? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was what's our first all that? road trip. That, that was that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. They uh, uh, that rank up there is uh, is is pretty awesome. But I mean. Those uh, those trips are a grind, especially we got we went up to one. I think it was middle middle of November to Valdor and Rouen Naranda, which yeah. is about a sixteen hour drive. So there was Gatineau, Valdor, and Rouen Naranda, and I think we played Gatineau on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Had the next day off, and then played Valdor and then Rouen Naranda the night after. So like they are a grind. I mean, it was a 10, 10 hour drive to Gatineau, stay there, practice, practice the day after you get in, play the next day, stay there that night, drive to Valdor, practice in the morning, or like morning state, uh, play that night, and then drive, after the game, drive to Rouen, and then play them, and then 16 hour bus ride home, because you got to play like... That's the first time you experienced anything like this. It was it was crazy. I mean, I had a little bit of it in um, in the USHL, but like our big road trips, like we'd go up and we play the team twice rather oh, yeah. than playing three separate teams where you kind of have to drive a couple hours in between each team. Mm. So it, it was different, and it was it, they're tough. <laughs> How's Gatineau's new rink? It was awesome. Is like, it nice? Gatineau's, it's one of the nicer rinks I've seen. It's like kind of blocked out. Like, aren't all, their jerseys black? Yeah. But it, like the the seats, like we're all black, and uh, like kind of the exterior of the rink or the interior, sorry, was uh, was all black too. So it, it had a it had a really really good look to it. It's got like a Batman feel. It's all black yeah, or something yeah, like almost, that. Yeah. How, is it all lower bowl? Or is there an upper bowl too? Uh, lower bowl. Yeah, and but it's yeah. like a big lower bowl. Yeah. It's almost like Moncton. Yeah. Like yeah. like a big lower bowl. It looks. I I want to get up and see it. Yeah. No, it it's looked, awesome. It's definitely definitely something to go up for. Some uh some rinks you like playing up in Quebec. Uh, Gatineau's was cool. I mean, Quebec's was obviously, obviously awesome. Uh, what other ones were pretty cool? (laughs) Trying to think of all of them here. Victoriaville's is actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't expect that. That's a good little spot. What about ones you hate playing at? Uh, I I heard Chicoutimi's is bad. Like, their fans are crazy. Oh. So, like, uh, it sucks as an away team, I should say. I think as a home team, I heard it's pretty good, but I think, uh. We go up there in February, so not looking forward to that one. But um, Val Val Dorm Rouen was just so cold. It was so cold up there. It was uh, <laughs> it was tough to play in. But there wasn't really any rinks I hated. Northern Quebec up there, you got you need a winter jacket. Oh yeah. You guys got Wi-Fi on the bus? Uh for school. Oh, so yeah. you can't use it to watch movies? No, no. But I mean, you can download movies beforehand. So no one's got, got all those. No one's trying to get the Wi-Fi password and sneak it. <laughs> I think. I think. Couple of I, I don't know the twenty year olds. The twenty year olds definitely have the Wi Fi password. They they can they, they can see uh, they can see what we use the Wi Fi for. No. So I guess our bus driver said if we use it for anything other than school, password gets taken away from you. <laughs> you guys have like one bus driver that goes around everywhere yeah. with you. Good guy. Awesome. You need guy. a good bussy. Oh, he's 
awesome. Does he smoke cigarettes or no? No. We had a bus in junior. He'd yeah. stop every hour to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> he was like, oh, we'd be late for every no, game. This guy, this guy will do anything for it. His name's Jason. Jason. He, he's awesome. And, like, our, our coaches love him, too. Like, they, uh... We went up to Quebec, and I think they have a Krispy Kreme donuts up there. Yes, they do. And I didn't know it was such a big thing for, like, him. <laughs> and I remember after our game, we beat Quebec. We were uh, we were in a room eating, and he just came in with, like, four or five boxes of the Krispy Kreme donuts. Wait, like, in your dressing room? No, like, uh, it was in the rink, but it was just another room. We uh, we had our post-game meal, and he just uh. walks in with, like, five boxes of donuts. And, like, <laughs> like if, if you need him to do something for you, he'll drive over and do it. How did the coach feel about him coming in with Dunkin' Krispy Kreme? <laughs> well, they were, they were pretty happy we did beat Quebec, but... <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's good though. It's good. He's awesome. Our bussy and junior, he he was so involved, or he felt like he was so involved. There was a time we're sitting in the room, we're going over pregame. Yeah, like we got our lower gear on. Coaches going over the lines, game plan, everything. Bussy opens the door, peeks in, steps in, takes a seat on the bench, like in the dressing room, like next to our defenseman, and our coach is looking at him like. The Troy Ryan, he's our he's the the head coach for the women's national team. That was oh, my yeah, coach yeah. back in junior. <laughs> yeah. So Troy's just looking at him like. What are you doing? Get out. This The bus driver he was so involved. And, like, he's at the front of the bus, obviously. Yeah. So our coaches are at the front of the bus. And I remember Troy telling me, like, he was giving Troy, like, lines. Like, yeah, here's what you should do. Like, because he'd sit there and watch the game. So he tried to give advice. But bus- bussies are big, man. You need yeah, a good bussy. You do. You do. You need a good bussy. That's funny, though. Man, I miss road trips. When you're on them and you come home at 4 in the morning, you're like, ah. Oh. Don't like them. But now you're sitting here like I haven't had a road trip in years. It's like, man, I miss yeah. road trips. So appreciate them while you have no, them. They're 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 good. They're uh, they're good, but they they're not good at the same time. <laughs> so I mean, there's pros and cons about them. But like you said, they're a lot better when they're over. Are you, do you have any r- rookie privileges now? Because technically, you had like a half year rookie last year. Are you, yeah, you're out of the rookie. I mean, we don't we don't do much for it. I think I think uh, oh, back yeah. in the day there was a lot more for it, but there's there's oh, nothing. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's there's nothing we do. I mean, especially having the Memorial Cup and the team. We I mean. We don't yeah. really have any rookies. Like we have a couple, but not many. That's true. So everyone just kind of tries to tries to help out, and I mean we're trying to trying to be more like a team and yeah, uh, kind of help each other out. I mean the rookies will kind of clean up the bus a little bit, do a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, I think everyone could, uh, we try and look at everyone equal up there. Management must be so busy right now with your with yeah. the team yeah. Memorial Cup. You guys are busy, and with the trade deadline just starting, and it's over when. I think after World Juniors. I don't, I don't know. even know when World Juniors is. It starts on the 26th yeah, to like the, the third? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know the day the trade deadline ends, but I think it's after the World Juniors. There wasn't a lot of guys from the Maritimes that got on that team. There's one guy from uh, Cormier. Cormier. Yeah. I think. Is he the only one? He's, he's from New Brunswick? New yeah. Cormier? Yeah. Uh, there's a guy from Newfoundland, maybe. I don't know if he made it or not. But I was surprised there's not a lot of Maritimers yeah. on that team this year. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. Is uh, guys in the queue that are up there right now that are on the team? Do you know? Uh, I the, there's a lot of guys from Quebec, but I don't. Yeah, well, I don't even think there's a lot from Quebec. I really? know there's two guys that play on Shawinigan. Uh, guy plays on Halifax, Denoyer. Oh yeah. And then uh, Cormier. I think those are the only two MJHL guys. Oh, yeah. So only three Quebec guys as well. Interesting. Yeah. Do you watch it? Uh. Watched it a little bit last year, like when I could, but uh, I mean, I mean, it's pretty cool too seeing uh, seeing guys that you play against playing playing at that level. I mean, it's definitely one of Canada's biggest things they watch. I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, tr- 
I, I pay a little bit of attention to it, but uh, I, I wouldn't say as much as I did back in the day. I remember the Christmas break for me when I played. I, I didn't watch hockey. I got away from it. Yeah. Like I was not that I was sick of it, but you just need a refresh button. I, I barely. Touched oh yeah, it. yeah. I barely touched it. Yeah, that's kind of what I what I mean. Why I'm trying to stay away from it is because I'm just yeah so busy trying to trying to see everybody that there's not many time there's not much time to watch it you don't even have gifts yet man you're gonna know you no time I know. to do anything <laughs> do you have a list of something that you want do you have anything or are you just gonna go if it finds you you're gonna going, buy it? going in and getting receipts that's, <laughs> that's my plan <laughs> i got everything i got i got everything right here too i got nothing wrapped yeah you'll figure it out the, the mall's packed right now though with i guess it's not good that it's packed but right now to keep your mask on i guess yeah. you'll be good to go yeah nothing else you could really do um how much time are we at right now 40 minutes right now jesus christ um (laughs) strengths of the team right now and things you think you need to improve on for the second half um jeez i think there is things we have to improve on but i'm trying to maybe focus on strengths first Strength, strengths. I think we have a lot of strengths. Obviously, if you look at our roster, I mean, we have goal scoring, we got defensive ability, we have offensive, defensive defensemen, good goaltenders. So, I mean, you need that on a Memorial Cup team, obviously. But uh, like we have, we do have so many strengths. I'd say the weakness is staying consistent. I think uh, there's been games this year where we play a full sixty minutes and can dominate. Yeah. And then there's also times where we have the skill. And we just don't have the work ethic for the whole game, and kind of kind of hurts us. And uh, this past weekend, we just had a couple slow starts, and yeah. um, I think we went down four one to Moncton in the first ten minutes, and uh, almost had the comeback. We lost five four, but like you can't you can't go down like that. So I think I think we had a couple slow starts in the past few games, and kind of hurt us. So playing a full sixty minutes, I'd say. It's probably a thing. It's probably the number one trait in any hockey team. That's a challenging thing, yeah. just being consistent. Yeah. Nobody knows. Well, I guess the only solution is just outwork the other component, but that's probably the biggest challenge for any hockey team, Yeah. being consistent. Yeah. But, yeah, if you can fix that, then you should be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? If yeah. you got all the we other the components, skill. if you have the skill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember last year or two years ago, we were talking about your stick and the flex and the curve and everything. Has that changed yeah. at all? Uh, switching throughout brands, I'm trying everything oh, yeah? else. But, um Stick and curves, or the flex and curves, kind of like the same. What's the what's the flex again? Eighty five. What's the curve? Uh, P twenty eight. But on the true, it's the TC four. How many sticks have you broken this year? Not that many this year. Like maybe seven or eight. But oh. last year, I think last year I just scratching thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's craziness. No. <laughs> I guess your brother's a goalie too, so he's not looking for too much. He's no. not look. He's not looking for sticks no, no. if you break them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, but it, yeah, a lot of sticks. That's good though. Like, how many sticks do you get to take home for the break? Do you keep any here? Do you got to bring them back? I bring them back because I mean, I think there's stick shortages. Like, with I've COVID. heard this. Like, I think CCM had problems like getting some stuff in from. Because I think they did it from China, I think is what I heard. We just had Sean Miller on who was in yeah. Rouen when he was a 20, which was a year and a half ago, whatever it was, during COVID. And he said he couldn't even get his certain types of sticks because there was a shortage, like you just said, yeah. in China. Like uh shortage of material. So I think they, like, I, I think everyone gets their sticks, but they come in, like, late. Like, a lot later than normal. So, like, we have guys, like, ha- 
like having other guys backup sticks. Like, no, have you had to use someone's backup stick no, yet? No, like I, I've had my sticks and I ordered them, ordered them early, so I've been fortunate with that, and I've had some left over from last year. But, uh, like I know, like for a little bit, for for a few games, like I, some guys have had to have. I mean, they have a couple sticks, but they've had to have like a backup stick of another guy. So. Boys just aren't shooting as hard, just so they can <laughs> yeah. nod at nod. Oh, so they yeah. need sticks. That's terrible. I know it's uh, it's tough. You guys must have had putting orders in now, though, getting ready for the end of the year. Oh, yeah. You have to. Yeah. Well, our equipment manager is great with that. But, I mean, instead of being annoying for him, too, like having to having to deal with all those companies, having everything come in late. So Yeah. There's a back tough. order in every every line of work, not just yeah. hockey, but everything. Like Other than Amazon, Amazon's ready to go. You can <laughs> see that there's Amazon trucks everywhere here now. Mm-hmm. If you order something, it's here within, like, the hour. Not really, but you know <laughs> what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. I do, do they have Amazon trucks out there in St. John? Uh Maybe every, they just maybe they every just, truck this past month just UPS FedEx everything later everything Christmas time's nuts oh it's crazy there's Amazon trucks everywhere you go up here like yeah. when I I went to the end of the street the other day I saw two is that the it's the gray ones eh uh yeah they are gray they're yeah. like dark gray yeah. with like the the, the blue the blue the logo blue. on yeah, yeah. when yeah. I yeah I went downtown yesterday I saw like four drive right past me in a row <laughs> but he was hacking a dart out the window it's just it's crazy how many yeah it's crazy. But no, the, the there's a shortage for sure on everything. Mm-hmm. The gear. Yeah. Do you guys have? I remember when the Memorial Cup was in Halifax, the Mooseheads got to wear um, like a third jersey. It was like a cool military jersey. Yeah. Do you guys have anything lined up we, for that? Yeah, uh, we wore our third ones this weekend. Oh, the Black ones that you will wear in the Memorial Cup. Uh, I don't know what we're. I don't, I don't know if we wear different ones or not, but we uh, like our home ones are blue, our away are white, and then we have uh, our alternates are black, and. Like we wore them in the two games this past weekend, and they're they're sick. Did you win in them? No. <laughs> no, I know, I know that was tough. I don't know if they'll break them out again, but hopefully they do. They're, are you, they're awesome. Are you superstitious? Not, not really. No, no? not a ton. How early do you start getting ready before the game or before warm up? Like uh, putting gear on. Like putting gear on. Like you got your cup on at uh, what time? Usually like seven and a half, eight minutes before. So you just rush it. Yeah, like I I have a whole whole thing i do like before the game what is it <sighs> like, <laughs> he's like why do you ask me that <laughs> it, it's not it's not crazy it's just like long like um i uh jamie heffernan he he's from Fredericton. He's tampa's mobility coach shout out to jamie yeah he's um he gave me a lot of stretches to do like uh i mean i'm not a very flexible person and i didn't know how much i had to do with skating so uh like how much better stater you can be if oh like, yeah you can be more flexible in uh, in spots so trying to uh, trying to do a lot of these stretches before the games which I'll do those for probably a half hour go play a little bit of soccer uh for probably five ten minutes and then we'll do our team warm-up for 10 minutes and then I'll do uh kind of roll out and do a couple more stretches for probably about 10 to 15 minutes until the sits 20 mark go in get under armor on and then usually start getting dressed at eight so it's uh pretty standard yeah it's standard just it just takes a long time but i mean it helps when you're on the ice do you have a little thing that you do for Uh, warm-up sid plays around the mcdonald's logo yeah what are you doing nothing nothing huge i mean uh me and uh reynolds on our team kind of have our little thing off uh off the uh when we start passing it around off the start but it's not not a ton like nothing. There's there's things I do like kind of every time, but nothing like 
crazy. It's just like just like little things, like yeah, little like twitches in your head. Get, or something. Getting getting water at like this point of the warm up or something like that. Like it's just, but nothing like crazy. Oh yeah, just yeah. like little routines yeah. that aren't even like worth mentioning. Just like get water here. Yeah, this exactly, year. exactly. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like hockey players are so weird like that. Just <laughs> little, little, little things. I know. I never used to, but. Like, well, you play hockey so much now. It's like it just—you probably do them without even thinking. Yeah, no, you know, honestly, that's what it is. Like, it's I like brushing never, teeth. I never think of myself as a st- superstitious person, but kind of when I look at it, it's like doing the same things every time. But uh, so maybe I am a little bit. Are you allowed to practice in the queue or warm up in the queue without a chin strap, or do you have to do it up? I don't think you're allowed to. Do you do it? You do it anyways. I, I mine's always up. You, you do the. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I know a couple of guys like will start warm up without it. Yeah, or maybe even just go to the bend like before they t- touch the ice, put it on. But I don't really know the rules a hundred percent on that. That was always a big thing back in the day. The guys would try to sneak on without the chin strap. Yeah, the trainer would catch you, pull you over, let you know. Yeah, and then get another talking to in the room. Yeah, and then this year I see in the queue during warm ups, there's guys that don't have the strap and that will have the straps. I'm like, what's the rule there? Well, it's also like, it, like I remember last year was like a big thing. Like if like the young, if you're young, like you're not allowed to. Oh yeah. Chin strap always has to be on. That's yeah. one of the things. But, uh, so I mean, it might be that for other teams, but for us, I don't, I don't think there's really anyone. Did you see BU? Do you follow BU on Instagram? No. They were wearing retro jerseys the other day, and they got to warm up. This is yeah. college. They got to warm up without helmets. I, I did see that because uh, I saw Ethan Phillips post on Instagram. Did he? It, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, or Twitter or something. I yeah, I think him. that's how I saw it too. Yeah. But it was nasty. Yeah, no, I remember. Their jerseys were, their jerseys were nasty too. Yeah, I can't find it right now. But no, that was always a that was always a thing for us in junior. Yeah. I remember going into it. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, so after the the trade deadline's done and you go back and you're good to go for the regular season, um, I guess one thing I don't know. It's what's one thing that you're gonna be working on like personally to improve on the second half of the season. Obviously, you can never be satisfied with your own game. Every single person in this room is trying to get better at what the hell they're doing. What's one yeah. thing you're trying to get better at? It's the off ice stuff. Like that's that's one thing I took away from Tampa too is like it is like there's obviously your on on ice stuff that everybody sees but it's the off ice stuff like nutrition wise like not not even like just eating healthy just like how much you eat like eating the right amount of food for how much you're skating like uh what's like what workouts you're doing like what's good for your body whether you're doing a workout on an off day you're doing workout for practice or after practice you're doing a workout before game like there's all different workouts like what kind of protein are you using like stuff like that like it is like it is crazy like the amount of stuff off the ice that happens that people like wouldn't think about and even me like I I obviously knew a little bit about it but definitely an eye-opener when I went up there and stretching was probably the biggest thing like I stretch away because I like I know we stretch, but it's always just those ones that, like, everybody does. Like, all the hockey players do, but there's, like, a lot more, like, in-depth trying to get, like, the smaller muscles that, I guess, just mean a lot more than you think they do. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never, never really thought about it, but uh, I guess it's it's huge, huge for your skating, for, like, mobility-wise. So I think that's one thing uh, definitely trying to do more of in the second half. When you came back from the Tampa camp, did you find yourself in a maybe a little bit more of a leadership role because you picked up all these knickknacks up there? 
Um, I, I, I'd say, I'd say I always tried to have a leadership role, but at the same time, like our team's so, so old, where yeah, it's been been guys there for a long time that everybody's kind of leaders up there. So, I mean, uh, it's it's not not really hard to hard hard to not find a leader up there. I guess I could say so. It's uh, I definitely definitely had some things I could could talk about and show show some people, but uh, I think like I said, everybody up there's old enough. They've played in the league, so okay. Everybody everybody kind of has their own own leadership role. And then I want to know what do you think about your brother's mic'd up video? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh he's such he just complains. That's all he does. He just complains. And we um I think I was playing PS four with my him and my cousin that night. And I think we watched that video over like ten times, just <laughs> laughing at it. Like I had I had people texting me that I played like prep school hockey with that I haven't <laughs> talked to in like a couple of years. Because I put it on my story and I, I had like people texting me I haven't talked to in a couple of years, just like why is he complaining so much? You know, it's just like it's, it was it, a funny part of the practice. <laughs> I felt bad posting it a little bit, but I was like, it's just yeah, too funny. Yeah, chooses goalie and doesn't like when people deep. <laughs> like it wasn't your fault though. The coach was running that drill for a long time. The coach, the it was like it was like he was going for like twenty five minutes on the same drill. I was like, man, when are they going to switch the drill up? You no, were with it was, me. It was hilarious yeah. though. It was hilarious. I think he had one save in the video. That was it. <laughs> I remember walking in, and they're like, who are you micing up? I was like, uh, the goalie, McDonald. They go, oh, that's Cam's brother. I'm like, Cam who? Cam McDonald. They're like, oh, all right, small world. And I just remember being like, how did this come together? But I was, I didn't even know he was your brother going into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a funny video. No, it, was, it was hilarious. And it was, was up in Chester, that. too, and we are like, why are you guys practicing in Chester? <laughs> but because we have a bunch of, like, so short kids. Oh, okay. I was, I was confused by that, but I thought it was a great video. It was hilarious. Yeah. Hope we're gonna try to get up to St. John and maybe mic you up. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. We, we had a conversation with your with your media people. They're cool. Yeah, no, they're new. Uh, we did guy take another job. Our media guy last year, uh, back oh. in September. So we kind of got new new people in this year. But I've uh, spoken to them on a few things. I mean, we did uh, cr- like uh, Christmas things uh, where they were all taking videos, and then uh, like our photo shoots and all that. It's the same people. So, but they're they're awesome. They're, yeah, they're uh, cool. They're good people. Everyone's just worried. Like every time we talk to someone, like a media individual it's just everyone's worried about covid and like coming in contact yeah. with the players like that's the biggest like worry on everyone's mind but once that hopefully fades out in the new year maybe yeah. we'll get up there and do something yeah sounds good it'll be a lot of fun yeah um do you want to give a shout out or say hello to anyone do you want to thank people that have helped you get to the place where you at are at right now if not don't worry about it if so the mic is yours just my parents oh boy. thanks, thanks yeah. for paying everything yeah. for me yeah. see he's back home yeah. for eight days right now thank you for the trying, to, trying to be nice <laughs> this is our christmas gift <laughs> but uh no just i mean thank you to the parents for paying for all my hockey and <laughs> wouldn't be here if uh if i wasn't allowed to play so <laughs> yeah so you're going to the mall right now so hopefully you'll pay him back you got you got money on you right now yeah, you got a nice yeah. jacket on so you got you got you got you must have something in the bank yeah, you just pay. Yeah. You get them. Get them a nice. I don't even know. What do you get, parents? Get your dad some clubs. Anymore. Yeah, mall doesn't have good clubs though. No. I don't even know. What, get your mom some. I don't even know. I don't even know what I got my mom. 
I know my leave bu- it to the girl. That's yeah. what girlfriends are good for. They know. they know what to get. I know my buddies there, so I might just rely on him. Hopefully, he got his parents something. I'll just get them the same thing. The key is the key is to get something from Sport Check for your dad or something. Yeah, maybe he might not like it, and then it's yours. Yeah, or they have the receipt. Or so the, yeah, that's that. that's a good plea. I got the yeah. receipt. I should take that. I don't even know if I guess I kept the receipts. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man, you're the man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, we're gonna be up there, uh, St. John, for the Memorial Cup. So, yeah. hopefully, you guys got uh, hopefully you guys got what it takes to make a run at that, yeah. win it all, and then we'll be on the ice interviewing you after the finals and after the championship and after you win it all. Sounds, How about that? Sounds perfect. That sounds good. <laughs> well, we'll clip this out and then we'll play this back in June, right before the interview, when I interview on the ice, and you're holding up the Memorial Cup, right? That would be, that'd be perfect. All right, sounds good. All right, Thanks. everyone uh, listening, thank you very much uh, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Cam, you're the man. Thank you for coming on once again. Uh, and we are out. Peace. I spit it through the wire, man. Too much stuff on my heart right now, man. I gladly risk it all right now. Life or death situation, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really understand how I feel right now, man. It's your boy Kanye Titter. Shot Town, what's going on? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I drink a boost for breakfast, an intro for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. That right there could drive a sane man bizzard. Not to worry, Mr. Ace to the Izzles back to wizard. How do you console my mom? Or give a light support. Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On the plane, scared as hell that a guy looked like Emmett Till. She was with me before the deal. She been trying to be mine. She a Delta, so she been throwing that dynasty sign. No use me trying to be lying. I've been trying to be signed. Trying to be a millionaire. How I use two lifelines in the same hospital. With Biggie Smalls died The doctor said I had blood clots But I ain't Jamaican man Story on MTV And I ain't trying to make a band I swear this right here History in the making man I really apologize to everyone right now If, if it's unclear at all man They got my mouth wired shut for like I don't know the doctor said like six weeks You know he had reconstruct I had reconstructed surgery on my jaw I looked in the mirror Half of my jaw was in the back of my mouth man I couldn't believe it I'm still here for y'all right now, man. This is what I got to say right here, though. Yeah. Turn me up, yeah. Uh. What if somebody from the shadow was ill? Got a deal on the hottest rap label of Brown. But he wasn't talking about coke and birds. It was more like spoken word. Except he's really putting it down. And he explained the story about how blacks came from glory and what we need to do in the game. Good dude, bad night, right place, wrong time. In the blink of an eye, his whole life changed. If you could feel how my face felt, you would know how Mace felt. Thank God I ain't too cool for the safe belt. I swear where the car driver two wanna sue I got a lawyer for the case to keep us in my safe Safe, my dogs couldn't tell if I I look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky It was televised It's been an accident like Geico They thought I was burned up like Pepsi did Michael I must got an angel 
Cause look how death missed his ass Unbreakable, what you thought they call me Mr. Glass Look back on my life like the ghost of Christmas past Toys of us where I used to spend that Christmas cash And I still won't grow up, I'm a grown ass kid Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh** that I did But I'm a champion, so I turn tragedy to triumph Make music that's fire, slip my soul through the wire You know what I'm saying? When the doctor told me I had a arm, um, I was gonna have to have a plate in my chin. I said, dog, don't you realize I'll never make it on a plane now? It's bad enough I got all this jewelry on. She can't be serious, man. <laughs> <laughs>